And we're rolling. Welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time. And if it's not your favorite Nintendo podcast, it will be by the end of this episode. Stay tuned. I sound like a cringe YouTuber. Watch as long as you please. Welcome to the show. We have a packed show for you today, okay? We have talking about why Mario won't be in Fortnite. Nintendo hates Fortnite. We'll get into that. We have Nintendo news to discuss with you as always. We have my Nintendo Switch year in review. Nintendo has enabled their service where you can go on their site and see what games you've played this year, how long you've played this year, what was your favorite game of the year. So many cool stats. We'll go through my very own. We will also, at the tail end of all of that, answer the questions that you have asked for me. These are Nintendo questions. These are podcast questions. You ask me questions, I'll answer them. But before we get into all of that, and before we get into the Nintendo news, we have to discuss one cool thing. The shirt I'm wearing, it's from Into the AM. Wow, guys, I'm sponsored by something. Can you believe it? It's a monumental moment. Don't skip, though. These shirts are very, very comfy, and they even are giving you a 10% off discount. If you go to their site and use code MSWIZZLE, you'll get a 10% discount on all the greatest shirts in the world. Go get them. And with that said, let's get to all of the Nintendo news. Welcome to the Mario Matter, the number one Nintendo podcast. We have Nintendo news for you today. So if you've been around this podcast, you would know that on the podcast, we like to go through all Nintendo news from Last week, which, you know, we, we post the podcast every Saturday, so that would mean last Saturday, as of the time of recording, was December 9th, and my calendar's wrong here, it says 17th, uh, I was doing a different podcast, so I had put 17th on it, uh, today as of recording is the 15th, this podcast gets posted on the 16th, let's make our calendar say 16th, ready guys, we're gonna rotate these blocks, and we have one, six, bam, there we go. As of recording, though, it's the 14th. Now, I normally record on a Friday. However, I'm going to be gone uh, on a trip on Friday. So I'm recording on Thursday. So we have all the news from last Saturday, the 9th, to this Thursday, the 14th, which is also very, very cool. However, it's been a little bit of a slow news week. So we're going to fly through a few of these. We actually don't even start last Saturday. We start all the news on December 11th. And part of the reason why is because... Some of the news that we have is going to be saved for later to talk about, but here's all the news that is worth noting and telling you about. Bit of a slow news week, though. I can't lie. I am honest with you. I bring you a very, very good podcast show, but I am very honest. It is a bit of a slow news week. All right, guys. December 11th, this Monday, we are going to begin there. That actually marked 14 days until Christmas. Are you excited? I'm excited. Here we go. The Super Mario Bros. movie, first piece of news, has became or becomes the, the most streamed movie of 2023 in the United States. That's a freaking number. So when the Mario movie came out, we knew that this movie was just uh, through the roof. Like, billion dollars at the box office in terms of ticket sales and all this kind of stuff. The, the, the freaking movie was popping off, right? It was just jumping. So... It shouldn't be much of a surprise that it is the most streamed movie of 2023, especially, and this probably didn't factor too much into it, it's now on Netflix. And I say that it didn't factor too much because it just came to, to, to Netflix like, what, a month ago? Not even that. So it probably didn't factor, you know, Netflix numbers didn't factor too much into this number because these, uh, it was announced as the most streamed movie like, well, three days ago. So Netflix didn't factor in, but 
It's no surprise. This info also comes from LRM Online. They are incredible with this kind of stuff. There is no exact number as to how many times the movie was streamed, but you can imagine it's somewhere in... Does watching it in theaters count as streaming? Because I don't even know how, like, how many times it would have been streamed. I have no clue, but it was the most streamed movie in 2023 in the U.S. So that's all that you have to take away from that. Now, guys, this next piece of news could have been a whole topic in itself. The reason why this next piece of news from, from the 12th of December is not a full topic that we have later on is because I don't have much to say because I was never truly involved in this. However, it is probably the biggest piece of news from the last week. The ESA, and this is sad, guys. The ESA announces that E3 is dead. There, there will be no more E3 uh, conventions, no more events, no more, no E3 2024, no E3 25. E3 is dead forever. Now, why is this? We can pretty much assume. So they hold E3 normally every year. And if you don't know what E3 is, E3 is a gaming convention where, uh, Companies like Nintendo and Microsoft like to announce things or show showcase these things. Like, for example, the GameCube was, was announced at E3. I think that the Wii was announced at, at E3. It's a bit of an older... It's not older, but it's been going on for so long. And so what happened was, this year, in uh, 2023, the big three, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, were not going to attend E3 for whatever reasons they have. Now, I believe that all of them actually held their own digital presentation. It just wasn't at all associated with E3. And then after that was announced, E3 this year was canceled. And it looks like the same result will probably happen next year where nobody is going to go to E3. So they're like, well, guys, <laughs> end of an era. We're going to shut down. That's actually the reason. There's no gigantic statement or reason that's what we have to assume that no one really cares for e3 anymore because you can host a digital presentation on youtube and everyone will tune in you you could potentially have more people tune into your own event than an e3 event so it's like why would you keep going to e3 they did it back in the day because back in the day that was the best spot all the press was there some fans were there i believe and it was just a nice spot to showcase things not anymore so they're all holding their digital event and i i did want to go to e3 at some point in my life i've never never ever been but that ain't happened i don't think that i'm missing too much uh they have nintendo live which is is kind of their own convention so i'll just go to that one day as long as that doesn't shut down hopefully not but yeah no more e3 i wanted to go r.i.p to e3 it was always fun watching the uh, presentations all day it was cool. And if you have any E3 memories, if you, are, if you were ever there, let us know in the comments down below if you are watching or listening on a service that allows comments. I believe Spotify does, and I believe YouTube obviously does. Uh, nice time to mention that we're also on Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts and every other podcast platform if you do want to listen over there. Not to, you know, promote too many things, but, you know, promotion is necessary, and, and we're doing it now. Anyways, guys, we have some news for the holiday friends. Who is out there excited for the holidays this this uh, this year? I was going to say this month, but this year. High five. Bam. High five to you. I'm excited. You're excited. And if you're wondering why we didn't open our advent calendar today, uh, short, short story, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we have a few... One holiday item from Nintendo and one 
item for next year to set you up for next year. Let's dive in here. So on the My Nintendo service for Nintendo, if you don't know, you can earn rewards points from Nintendo when buying games or when doing other tasks on their site. And you can get these things called platinum points and redeem those platinum points for actual physical or digital re rewards. So Nintendo has released two new physical rewards that you can buy with platinum points plus shipping. One of them being a brand new Mario Holiday Ornament. This is cool. Now, I was gonna buy this, right? Because I'm a big festive guy. Look at the freaking background. There's a there's, there's a snowman, squishmallow, and a reindeer. I'm a big festive guy. I was gonna buy this. Until I realized, guys, if you buy this, chances are you're probably gonna get it, like, within three days of Christmas. Which is enough time. You can put it on the tree by then. However... I just figured it's 500 platinum points, 500, which is a decent amount. I'm not really going to have a use for it until next year. So as long as it doesn't go out of stock, I'm going to buy it sometime next year, you know? So I'm going to hold off on that. However, it is very cool. It is a flat red plasticky circle with almost all of the main Mario characters on it. Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toad, Yoshi, Goomba, Bowser, Donkey Kong, and Koopa. It's super cool. It's like a wider circle. I like it. I just don't want to buy it right now. Uh, very, very cool ornament right there. And then they also are giving out, or not giving out, you know, they're they're charging you platinum points, guys. A My Nintendo 2024 desktop calendar. Now, I, what I believe this is, is it's like a peeling, not, not peeling stick. It's a peel calendar. So have you ever had one of those calendars that you peel every day and it says something new on it? I believe it's like that. It has 12 different pages and it's all like here's one for january here's you know after after the month is over you peel it and here's the february calendar look you peel it every month is what i can kind of kind of get from this and it has so many cool nintendo characters on it it's perfect if you want a way to track your days and track what day is what you have the freaking my nintendo 2024 desktop calendar this will also be 500 platinum points which is that's fair, but if that is worth 500 platinum points, that freaking ornament is not 500 platinum points. That that ornament is plat, bro. I could make that ornament, and I probably should. That should be like 150, bro. You're selling plastic versus a a true calendar with a stand. That's insane. So you will have to you will have to pay shipping on both of those. However. You won't have to if you spend more than, I believe, $50 on the site. Spend 50 bucks on the site and then buy those to get free shipping on all of that. So if you have a game that, that you want to buy, you've been looking out to buy, whether it's Mario, Zelda, Splatoon, whatever it is on the site, buy that and buy the uh, Platinum Point stuff. That is a way to get free shipping on both items. Awesome. Now, guys, we have a little rumor and i am hesitant to dive into rumors on this podcast i don't always believe it's true and there's some like some rumors that i trust some that i don't and i'm newer ish in the nintendo news space like a little over almost two years and i know who's credible and who's not this leaker i've not heard of but the reason why it's on here is because i can believe this leak i can believe this rumor it makes a lot of sense let's read it Two new Splatoon 3 Amiibo have been found in a data mine. Now, the data mine was done by 
at ashbinary underscore on Twitter. So shout out to you, data miner. Thank you for your service. <laughs> now, you might think, well, who else even is there to add? We have Shiver, we have Fry, we have Big Man, we have the Inklings and Octolings and all this kind of stuff. What else is there to add? We don't have concrete evidence, but popular rumor here is that it has to do with Side Order. So Side Order is the DLC that is upcoming for Splatoon 3 that releases, I believe, next spring. So this will probably have to do with that. It's kind of like when you open up a DLC, when you start a DLC for a game, you're probably going to meet, chances are, you're probably going to meet new characters. It's kind of like when we got the Animal Crossing New Horizons DLC, the uh, Happy Home Paradise. You met three new characters, Wardell, Nico, and Lottie. Lottie isn't brand new, but, you know, characters that you, you didn't see before, right? So we're assuming, we're going to assume, because it is a rumor, that the Splatoon 3 Side Order DLC is going to have at least two new characters, and that sounds very, very likely. Those two characters could be big, could be pivotal, could be nice and strong, and they do things. Those two characters, whoever they are, could very well be Amiibo. Not to mention, I think whatever it is, I don't even know who the characters are, whatever it is, I think... Those two Amiibo could be some of the coolest Amiibo. If you've watched the trailer for the Splatoon 3 Side Order DLC, I mean, it looks good, man. It looks good. It looks cryptic. It looks different. It looks like a true Nintendo DLC. I think those Amiibo have a really, really great chance of looking good. Here's my only thing with the Nintendo and this whole data mine. Guys, I don't do game development. I do not do game development. So I don't want to be like a armchair quarterback, just like calling shots in my in my in my office chair. But like and please, if there is a game developer out there, please tell me why this is. Or someone who has insight. Can we just like not include this? Amiibo data in the game when you don't even need it yet? Like, why does it have to be in there? Why are you allowing people to data mine your stuff? Why is it even in there? Now, I'm sure there's a great reason. I'm sure. Like, Animal Crossing had the exact same thing. Splatoon 3 has this leaked, um, you know, data mine thing. Why does it have to be in there? I'm actually curious. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be in there. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a reason. But just why? It makes no sense. Like, just take it out. You don't, you don't even need it right now. I don't know. Now, guys, Super Mario RPG. You haven't heard that in a while, have you? It's been almost a month since it has released. A month tomorrow, as of posting. The 17th of, of, uh, of, of uh, November. There you go. Was when the game released. And now we have its first update. Version 1.0.1. Super Mario RPG updated to version 1.0.1. Can you guess what, what was added? Guys, let's play the new hit game. Can you guess what was added to Super Mario RPG? Well, nothing. Nintendo went in there, fixed some things, fixed up their big old mistakes, and the game was updated. It was all fixes, no additions, no groundbreaking changes, just fixes, which is nice. I mean, they don't, they don't need to add stuff, but... Just letting you know, Mario RPG has been updated to version 1.0.1. Download it if you need and get back to playing. I haven't even beaten it yet. I will have to download that update. 
One other piece of news that did not happen on this day that I'm reporting on. So it did not happen on uh, December 12th. But I do want to report because this went under the radar. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody. I never saw this anywhere. And I collect news. I didn't see anybody pick this up. I didn't see anybody. I'm sure someone might have. But for me, somehow, I never saw it. So I'm going to go ahead and report this right now. It didn't happen. It happened like last week. But I'll report it. Guys, uh, the Animal Crossing New Horizons Switch Online icons updated for December. And there's new icons to collect. There's a icon of Jingle and a few other NPCs available for Switch Online members right now on the uh, little icon section of the Switch Online app. Go check them out. I did not see a Nintendo tweet for that. I didn't see an article for that. I didn't see uh, no one talking about it. I didn't see any like anyone using the icons. I didn't see anything. So maybe there was something out there, but I somehow missed it. So I don't know, but those are out there now if you want them. <laughs> I mean, I got my jingle icon. Very cool. And then finally, this might be the fastest news segment that we've ever done on the podcast. We're 17 minutes in or something like that. That's all the news. We have one more piece of news. Suica game, guys. This game is sweep. <laughs> I was going to say sweep in the nation. But to add to the joke, I should say it's Suica, Suica in the nation. Suica, Suica game. Suica in the nation. Guys, this game, if you have not played it, like me, I haven't played the game. Suica game is supposed to be a very addictive but simple game. If I recall correctly, and I'm going to research this so I can make sure, Suica game is like, what, $2? Let's search. Let's search right now, guys. Suica game, wait, it's $2.99. So by buying this game, you can't really lose. You know what? I'm going to buy it. Should I buy it on, on, on the podcast? Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm buying Suica game on the podcast right now. I'm buying this game. Sign in. I will buy it on the podcast. This will ensure that I believe in, in this game. So I've been hearing so much about Suica Game in the past month. It's this addicting, cozy... I hate using the, the cozy word. It's this addictive, cozy game, and it's just so awesome, and it's addictive. $2.99, down the hatchet. I just bought the game. What is this game? It's, it's called Watermelon Game as well, for those who might have heard of it. I just bought it. <laughs> Why did I buy it? Uh, and it's a, it's supposed to be a very simple, once again, addicting game. This game is now going to be on a free trial, which sucks because I just bought it. And if I hate it, I just bought it. So <laughs> this game will be free to play for any and all Nintendo Switch Online members this week only, December 14th to December 20th. You can play Suica game for absolutely free. Free. Free, free, free. If you are a Switch Online member, I would recommend that you try this game. Here's why. I haven't played it. I can't say that it's a great game or, or you know, recommend it to you. But what I can say is that if you end up liking the game, it's only $3. If you like it, you can get more, you know, you don't have to waste or spend, waste or spend based on how you like the game. You don't have to spend $3 on the game just to possibly not like it. Try it out. And then if you want it, oh, three bucks, you know, perfect. So that is, sorry, <clears throat> that is free 
for Switch Online members. Now, unfortunately, once again, that is all the news. Fastest news segment of all time. If there is news that comes out tomorrow, because I'm recording on Friday. Sorry, I'm recording on Thursday. I'm recording on Thursday. I normally record Friday and post this on Saturday. If there's crazy news that comes out on Friday, I'll talk about it right now. Now, if you heard nothing, nothing gigantic came out. There will be something probably, but none, none gigantic came out. So you probably didn't hear anything from me. Let's go ahead. Let's get into our first segment of the podcast, aside from the well, second segment, because the news is one second segment of the podcast where we dive into my Nintendo Switch year in review. We get to see all the games that I've played this year, how long I've played games this year, what games I have played this year, what I spent the most time playing this year. It's so much fun. Let's go ahead. Let's dive into my year in review for Nintendo Switch. All right, here we are on the page, 2023. The background keeps on changing. This is going to be fun. So I know that I've probably played a little bit less of games from this year compared to last year, simply because I just had more work to do with YouTube and stuff. So it'll be interesting because I have still played a good amount of games. Let's go ahead. Let's hit get started. All right, let's see. Get started. All right, we're going into the thing. For our audio listeners, this will be very enjoyable. Do not worry. I will talk about everything for our audio listeners. We love you. Max, welcome to your year in review 2023. And if you're wondering, my me looks nothing like me because I made it when I was like eight. And that actually did look like me when I was eight. So (laughs) I had that exact haircut. Here we go. Year in review. Let's take it from the top. Here we go. Let's see. My first game of 2023 was Animal Crossing New Horizons. No surprise. Here's why. I bet you a lot of people had this as their first game. Because if you were, you know, being festive, you probably, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons has a New Year's Eve event where you can go in the game and you can stay up until midnight of the new year and... They'll, they'll do fireworks, they'll all celebrate, you have party poppers, there's a New Year's event. So obviously, once 12am hits, Animal Crossing New Horizons is your first game of the year, you are already playing it. So, no surprise there, I don't even like remember staying up for this New Year thing with New Horizons, but I guess I did, so very, very cool. Now, we move on to, let's see, what is the next category? Oh, look, look, you've played... 55 total games, and you have spent 317 hours on a Nintendo Switch. And if you're if you are watching the uh, video version, you can see all the games that I've played. So I'll go ahead and name a few: Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Yoshi's Crafted World, Switch Sports, Pikmin One, Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, did I already say that? <laughs> I think so. Uh, Splatoon Three, Breath of the Wild. Uh, little Gator game, Mario RPG, Mario Strikers, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Donkey Kong, Captain Toad, Bug Snacks, Advent Calendar, EU, that game sucks. Mario Wear Move It, the Grinch game is so much fun. Trey Racers, that game sucks. I made a short on it, that game sucks. Trombone Champ, dude, this was a great year for, for Switch gaming, to, to be honest. I thought, like, in terms of Nintendo's output this, this year, I thought it was good. Like, real good. Obviously, you had Zelda. You had Mario Wonder. But then, like, apart from that, you had so many other good titles, like Mario RPG, WarioWare. Dude, you had a lot. 
The only Debbie Downer was everybody want to switch, which we won't we we won't even dive into that. Next, what's the next category? Most played games this year. All right. Our video listeners can already see what it is, but for our audio listeners, I'm going to give you some suspense. So my third most played game, third to, third to first, is Super Mario Bros. Wonder with 28 hours, which is a lot for a, for a freaking 2D Mario game. I was trying to 100% that game, and I did. I have 100% completed that game, so that's probably why. It shouldn't take 28 hours, but I was taking my time, replaying levels, enjoying myself. That was cool. Second place is actually Pikmin 4 with 60 hours of gameplay. That was awesome. I also took my time with Pikmin 4, and I was just like, you know, more so like a happy-go-lucky Pikmin 4 player. I also did 100% the game, so that is probably also why that took me 60 hours to do. I think that I think that the average time is like, 16 or like 14 hours, maybe even less, like 14 hours to to, uh, beat the game. 16 hours is what I took. And for my most played game of 2023, it was The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom with the greatest number of all time, 69 hours. (laughs) 69 hours. Now, based off of my other games here, Pikmin 4 and Mario Wonder, you might have thought that I would spend more time on Tears of the Kingdom. Like, I've described in the last two games that I've been taking my time, I was more so enjoying those games. I didn't take very long with Tears of the Kingdom. The reason for that was, I did not rush through the game, but I was not, I was not taking my time. I was not. I was trying to like, okay, I did this, what's next? I wasn't ever really dilly-dallying, and I want to do that. I'm going to replay the game at some point in time, and then I'm going to relax, but I was so interested in what the heck was going to happen in the story. I haven't seen, you know, all of the memories and stuff. I didn't fully 100% it by any means. I didn't, you know, relax at all. I just went through the game, and I guess maybe I did relax a little bit. It is 69 hours, uh, but for the most part, like, I just went straight to what I had to do. There you go. Tears of the Kingdom, 69 hours, my most played game of 2023. Let's go. Next category. Your gaming trends. Here we go. Oh, okay. Awesome. So, 42% of the of the games that I played were action games. 33% were adventure games. 12% strategy games. 6% shooting games. That would have to be Splatoon 3. Uh, 4% party games. What, what would that even be? What's a party game that I've played? I didn't play Everybody Want to Switch. Well, I mean, I did, but not like, not enough for 4%. Uh, Mar- oh, oh, Mario Party probably. Yeah, Mario Party, definitely. And then character-driven games, 3%. Not even sure what that would be. I'm sure I could think of something, but off the top of my head, I can't think of a character-driven game that I played. 3%. It was probably like one game that I played for a long time. I don't know. Character driven. Let's go. All right. Next category. Next. You played most in May. 61 hours played. That was by far. That was Tears of the Kingdom. That was Tears of the Kingdom. I played my most in May. Not even surprised. Uh, There are arrows here that that I can click. What does this do? Oh, here. Monthly playtime. So I can see, and I won't describe all this for our audio listeners, but but, I mean, it's, it's just like how many hours I played every month. 23 in January, 34 in March, only 2 in 
February? What was I doing? What? So the lowest time that I have, like like hours played per month, was in February with two hours played the entire month. However, aside from that, my lowest played month was 18 hours. So how did I drop down to two in February? Is that right? I don't have very great memory of 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 like what my February looked like. But I could have sworn it was more than two hours. All right, well, it's probably right. <laughs> okay, and then otherwise, my most played month, once again, May with 61 hours. I can still click these arrows. What do these arrows do? Oh, here. Okay, so it just walks through each month and shows me what game I played the most in each month. That's, that's kind of cool. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll run through this. Uh, my most played game in January was Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and that was when I played and played and beat the game. February was Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, less than one hour. <laughs> so I did not beat that game. Uh, March was Metroid Prime Remastered, 26 hours played. That game was not, not my favorite, but it was it was it was cool. Uh, which is a very unpopular opinion, but I it's just not my game. Not my game, man. May was of course Tears of the Kingdom. There's no they skipped April. Okay, so no stats for April here for some reason. Uh, June was more Tears of the Kingdom. July was Pikmin 4. August was also Pikmin 4. 40 hours played in August. Uh, September was actually Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I made a bunch of progress on that game. Uh, October was Mario Wonder. November, also more Mario Wonder. Uh, and they do not give me my stats for December, but I can probably imagine it's Animal Crossing because I've gotten back into Animal Crossing. It's so much fun. All right, let's go to the next category. We're, we're nearing the end. Pick a fave. Okay, so it, so it's asking me, what was your favorite game in 2023? And so it gives me all the games that I've played, I think. Um, well, truthfully, it's Pikmin 4. So let's click that. This one. Yay. And then now confetti starts raining. Nice pick, it says. All right. So what, is, what does that do? Okay, that's it. Okay, okay. Just just pick your favorite game. That's it. Uh, and then also, we can download my stats. So I can download some screenshots and stuff, and I guess share it online. Download your stats. Hashtag Nintendo Switch 2023. I can download my most played game. I can download my gaming trends, like I played 42% action games. Or I can download my most played month was in May. Cool. And then is there anything else left? Let's see. Max, that's your 2023. Hope you had lots of fun, and it told and it tells me my uh how many platinum points I have. Get ready for 2024. We have Mario vs Donkey Kong, Princess Peach Showtime, and Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. Awesome! So that is my Nintendo year in review. I liked it. I think it's cool. I think that's fair. It makes sense, and that's what I expected. Of course, it's based on statistics, so of course it would have to be fair. But with that said. Let's go ahead, let's transfer over to our next segment here, where we will discuss Mario, Nintendo, and Fortnite. Why these three blobble squabbles cannot come together. Let's go ahead, let's discuss. Okay, I'm going to begin this segment with a quote from one of the head people at Fortnite, okay? Sax Pearson says... I don't know what the word for, like, making diamonds is. 
Nintendo has their strategy, and we have our strategy. And we hope at some point to use their characters. Our players would love it. So, it is apparent, let's just run off of that, that Nintendo and Epic have had a conversation. Epic has reached out to Nintendo saying, hey, let's throw Mario and Luigi in Fortnite. And it hasn't happened. Now, I feel for a lot of people... This can be so confusing. It's obviously very mutually beneficial. There's no real bad look that Nintendo might get out of this. However, there is one. It's just very unlikely. Here's my thing, and here's the thing. Here's probably why Nintendo won't have Mario in Fortnite. Mario has never held a real gun in his life, okay? He's never done that. Nintendo is very, very strict with where Mario can appear. You have not seen Mario truthfully appear on another console that is not the Nintendo something. You haven't really ever seen that. They're very protective of him. Mario and Luigi can't hold guns. Toad can't hold a gun. Yoshi will not be holding a sniper. Can't happen. Nintendo doesn't now here's the thing before you leave like oh yeah that's that's you know that's the answer that, that he's he's gonna give me it gets a little bit deeper it does in fact get deeper here's the thing I think that Nintendo now I don't know how everything works like they they threw Peter Griffin in the game I don't know all the money sides of things okay but because Fortnite has become such a force once again, in 2023, <clears throat> sorry, I think that you have to, you would be stupid to not put Mario in Fortnite. Because you have to realize, a lot of the kids play Fortnite. A lot of kids love Fortnite. I'm talking like five years old. Do you know who else is five years old sometimes? <laughs> Nintendo fans. They are, they see this. They see Mario holding guns. They, they see guns. It's not like a crazy thing. Fortnite, what is Fortnite rated? Fortnite's rated T, right? Fortnite age rating. 13 and up. It is T. Okay, yeah, so it's, so it's teen. <sighs> Nintendo, I think it's fine. Bring Mario to the game. You're going to make money. And because Mario has a gun, the, the dang media outlets are not as hard on you as you think. If you have Mario holding a gun, I don't believe that the media will be like, Mario holds a gun. Like, it's not going to be like bad press-wise, you know? I think everyone would love it. It'd be such a gangster Nintendo move to put Mario in Fortnite. It'd be the best thing. And not to mention, it just seems like everyone's doing it. And whenever somebody new is in Fortnite, whether it's Peter Griffin or an NBA player, they always, almost always, get great reception. It's it's great. You already put the game on Switch. Just put Mario in. I don't care if you have to charge for the Mario skin. Which, yeah, they probably will. That's how skins work. Charge 20 bucks for the whole Nintendo pack. Or whatever the heck. Charge money. Charge whatever you need. 
You would be dumb to not put Mario in Fortnite. You need to do this. Let's check. Check the numbers. How many players played Fortnite 2023? 230,000,000 million more impressions on Mario. That is almost like what? Can I, can I do math? That's like 150th of the world. Probably less. Dude, you need to put Mario in Fortnite. I won't blabber on for, you know, a, a, a very long time. I think they're not smart. What do you lose? What do you lose from this? I just want to understand. It makes me want to, like, interview somebody at Nintendo. Now, the argument is they're keeping their family-friendly name. Mario's never been in a non-family-friendly game anytime recently or ever. I don't know. I, I don't know his history. You want to keep the name, and I get it. But there is money to be made. There is respect to be given. People will respect you. People hate Nintendo because they're so corporate. They take down all the all the YouTube videos. They take down on all the modding videos. They bad this. They shut down tournaments. You it'd be such a gangster move for Nintendo to put Mario in, in Fortnite, and they wouldn't hesitate to bring Mario to another game that is not a Mario game. If you remember, they've put Mario in several games. Mario and Sonic, Mario plus Rabbids, uh, the Just Dance 3, Mario Dancing DLC. They don't have a problem with that. It's just a problem with Fortnite. I think Epic needs to approach Nintendo with a serious offer. Hey, we'll, we'll give you $97 billion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever number it is, give us Mario. Give, give us... Here's the thing. If you're worried about Mario with a gun, I mean, it's not the exact same thing. But Mario's in Mario plus Rabbids, where you are, where you can shoot people or shoot the Rabbids. That's pretty close, right? That is pretty close. So I think Fortnite is just that next natural progression. Fortnite. I don't know. It should have happened a while ago. It should happen now. But he ain't coming. And I want to know your thoughts in the comments. Should Nintendo add Mario to Fortnite? I think they should, but that's just me. With that said, let's get to your favorite segment of the entire podcast. The people segment. The answering your questions segment. Let's go. Alrighty, my Mario Matter friends, it is time to answer your questions. Now, you all have asked me questions to answer on this podcast episode, and boy, do I thank you for it. Now, if you're wondering, how do you submit a question to the show? There are two ways to do so. You can either, one, I post a community post every single Wednesday. Normally Wednesday, I did on, I think, Monday this week because I was recording a bit earlier. So, I post normally every single Wednesday, hey, uh, hope you're doing well. Ask me questions for me to answer on the Mario Matter. You, you can you, you can leave all your questions on there every Wednesday, you know, around 12 p.m. I'll post it. Other th otherwise, if you don't want to wait until next Wednesday to ask me a question, feel free. You can join our Discord server link down below, and you can join that. Go to the Ask M Swizzle channel and type in whatever question you want. If you are a Discorder, that is the recommended route. Otherwise, if you're on YouTube. 
go right over to the community tab. It is probably going to be over there next Wednesday. If you're on Spotify or Apple, I would recommend, I mean, you can take the uh, Discord route if you find that is easiest. But also, just head over to the YouTube channel, uh, E-M-S-W-I-Z-Z-L-E. Go to the community tab, and you will find the answering your questions post. All right, but if you're not getting your question answered, you keep on asking and asking and asking, you can become a channel member, which you also get bonus episodes with. You get bonus episodes, you get special emojis to use in the comments, you get so many cool things by becoming a channel member. It is the equivalent of becoming a Patreon for the podcast. If you do want to support in that way, there's a link down below. You can get a guaranteed question. And while... Uh, none of the members took advantage of that this week. We do have questions, and if any of them did, after I finish uh, recording, I will answer the I will answer them in uh, in the replies of their comment. Here we go. Potato stuff seven six five seven asks: Assuming the next console won't be a hybrid, would you rather be a perfect home console or a perfect portable console? Okay, so a perfect one of these. Um. Why does that sound like Kermit? That sounds like Kermit right there. Uh, would you rather it be a perfect home console? Yeah, yeah. I I think that it will be a hybrid, whatever we get next, because you can't really go back on it now. But I think that I would rather a perfect home console just because I don't play handheld gaming. Well, that's a lie. Ever since I got my Steam Deck, I've been playing so much handheld. But otherwise, like, I've always been a home console guy. I always... Aside from Steam Deck, play on on the on the TV. I play on TV. I don't travel too often. I travel today, uh, but not too often. So I won't need a handheld too much. And if I do need one, I'll just play you know an older handheld, or I'll play the Steam Deck. I would rather a perfect and powerful home console. Aiden stuff asks: Have you ever had any teachers or closer family members that were Nintendo fans? It's interesting to, to see what types of games they play. Yeah, I mean, teachers, let's think. They might have been, but they never brought it up to me, so I would say no for that. Uh, actually, that's a lie. My course teacher from middle school uh, wasn't a giant Nintendo fan. I just like thought of this. Uh, but he did play... Um, he played Super Smash Bros. And I think I whooped him. Or he might have whooped me. It was so long ago. But, yeah, I... Did I win? I think I might have won. <sighs> yeah, but he was he was decent at Smash. So, I guess there's that. Uh, family members? My brother is a pretty much as big, if not a bigger Nintendo fan than I am. Um, no one really else. So, I mean, my dad played, like, Punch-Out! back in the day, but... He's not keeping up at all. He might watch this podcast, but he's not keeping up with Nintendo stuff. More so just my brother, uh, my uncle a little bit, like not even much. He likes old games, but he's more like, he's more Atari. You know, he's not really Nintendo, NES, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, mostly me and my brother are the Nintendo fans of the family. Yeah, I can't really think of any, of anyone else. I have some friends that, that are fans, but... Yeah, mostly just those two people. My brother and my chorus teacher played some good old Smash Bros. Uh, Ark.J asks, which do you prefer, the GameCube or the Wii U? That's an odd one. Okay, let me think, let me think. Um, assuming that I can't mod the Wii U, I say that because if you mod the Wii U, you're able to play GameCube games. 
assuming that I cannot do that, I'll pick the Wii U, and here's why. The Wii U was one of the first consoles, and I say this, I say this, I, I, I talk about this often. The Wii U was one of the first consoles that I was able to, like, fully comprehend and play and, like, just understand. I played the Wii, but I didn't know, I was... I was playing as Yellow, as Yellow Toad in, in Mario Bros, running into a wall for the whole game. You know, the Wii U was a console that I was able to play and play it good, and I could actually beat games, you know. That was my first nostalgic console. The GameCube is great, and there's great games, but I'm just so much more used to playing games like Wii U. I love the gamepad. I think that the Wii U has phenomenal games. And if you disagree with that, why are half of them on the Switch, you know? <laughs> so, it had great games. It had Captain Toad, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Mario Bros. U was very, very similar to Mario Wii, but I liked it. Nintendo Land, Mario 3D World, like, the Wii U is phenomenal. So, I'm picking the Wii U. There you go. GameCube is great, but out of those two, I'm picking Wii U. My favorite console is the Wii U, actually. Hot take. <laughs> Timothy asks, what do you think about the WarioWare games, and do you recommend any of them for new players to the series? Hope that you have a great day today. Guys, people think that I pick all the comments that say, have a great day, or, or you know, keep up the good work. I have someone that picks these. You know what? Next time that I get questions, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them, don't pick any of the ones that say, have a great day. Because people keep saying, you only pick the ones that say, have a great day. <laughs> That's not even true. It just happens. All right, so... What do I think of the WarioWare games? Do I recommend any of them for the new players? Um, I would say, honestly, this newest one, WarioWare Move It, is probably the best one for new players to play. It's simple, and it's motion, motion control based. Because of that, it's an instant recommend to any brand new players to the WarioWare series. I would say WarioWare Move It, I recommend, and I do recommend the series in general. If you like, if you, if you like WarioWare Move It, then play WarioWare Get It Together. If you like that, play WarioWare whatever it was before that. WarioWare. Play WarioWare Smooth Moves. That game's fun. Yeah, I would recommend WarioWare. Uh, the only thing is it's sometimes not worth the price. The game is like 50 bucks, this new one, and it's about three hours of, of gameplay. Four at most, in terms of story mode. After that, you can fool around for as long as you want. It's great to play with friends and stuff. Um, but just like in terms of story, you're not going to get much out of it. So it's a little bit pricey for that reason. But in general, as a game, I would say I recommend it. M's was a little stamp of approval. And then finally, we've, we've done less questions today. Lazy Tuna asks, do you think Nintendo should stay at their own pace with their consoles and be open to the community or try to really start focusing on being the best console they can be? I think both. Let me explain. I think that they should stay at their own pace. They shouldn't try and, and compete with Xbox and PlayStation. It's just kind of a losing battle. Or maybe maybe it's a winning battle. But I think that Nintendo should be doing their own thing. So by that, I think that they should be at their own pace. You also say, or try to really start focusing on being the best console they can be. They... Now, I'm sure that, that what you mean by that is, like, by trying to be, like, the PS5 or Xbox in terms of power. I think they should be the best console they can be in terms of you need the greatest gimmick of all time. And the Switch probably was that. 
we never truly saw a console as mainstream as the Switch that is able to switch between TV and handheld. You need a great gimmick like that. It's like how the Switch worked. The Switch is on its way to being the greatest selling console of all time. And it was brand new. It was a gimmick. Once you have a great gimmick like that, you have a great console. And that console, while it's not very powerful, is the quote-unquote best it can be. I think it's it's more popular, obviously more popular than ever. It's big. Everyone knows what a Switch is. Like It just makes a lot of sense. I think they can be the best that, that they can be in that sense. In the sense of making a great gimmick. So... They should be at their own pace, but they should also be focused on making the greatest console of all time, not in terms of power. But I get what you mean. I would never want them to to uh, compete with like Xbox or you know PlayStation or any of that kind of stuff. You just don't need it. You just don't really need that. You don't need that. So with that said, that is it for the Mario Matter episode number 68. Thank you all so much for watching. Now, before you leave, I do want to say a few things. I want your guys' input, okay? If you're here, comment down below the word, uh, comment. I always have trouble. Comment, comment podcast, comment the word podcast, okay? I want your guys' input. Now, this won't really affect the Apple and Spotify users. I'm sorry, guys, but, you know, feel free to, to listen along. It affects all the, all the YouTube people. Uh, I want to know, do you guys think that I should move this podcast to a separate channel? Now, if, if I move this podcast to a separate channel, you might think that sucks. Here's the thing. When I make more, like, long-form content on this channel, and I also have the podcast, I worry that the channel will look cluttered. Like one day it's a video, then it's a video podcast, and and, and then it's just like kind of confusing. I want to move it to a separate channel so it's more clear, it's not cluttered, and all you get from that channel is Mario Matter stuff. And I can track the data better, and I can post YouTube shorts exclusive to the Mario Matter from that channel. And then you you won't have Mario Matter, Mario Matter shorts on my main channel. You know, It's just separate. I want to do that. Uh, would you at least be open to it? Obviously, it'd be more convenient for you to have it on the main channel, but just like for my number's sake, for my channel's sake, would you at least be open to me having it on a separate channel? I think that's best. That's the best move. I'm not saying it'll happen or it won't happen, but I'm heavily considering it. Let me know. Thank you all so much for listening, subscribing, viewing, liking, tuning into the show, watching all the way through. I appreciate you so much. I'll be back Saturday with a longer episode and a greater episode. I'll see you then. Adios.